another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is your vital essence on all things to Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And this is a very exciting episode. As of this recording a couple of days ago, the first teaser trailer for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance has come out and it's just a beautiful, well done trailer. Uh, there is a lot in that trailer that you know, today we want to break it down. Of course, you probably heard us in the previous episode with myself, Jamie and Ethan, we did like sort of a first reaction sort of break little bit of a short episode just to get the episode out there, just to give you all sort of our initial thoughts of the trailer. But you know, now that we've had a couple of days thinking about it and watching the trailer, probably hundreds of times, we're going to try and break it down as much as we can. So of course, if you're new to the show, I'm Philip. And also with me is uh, my two co-hosts of Trial by Stone, Jamie and Ethan. Jamie and Ethan, h- how you both been doing? Doing good. I too have been good. <laughs> good, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. And also with us to help us, you know, break down the trailer, of course, is uh, Eric Rivers. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's so cool. So cool to be here. Talk to you guys, finally. Yeah, I know it has been a, a long time meaning to, you know, ha- have you on and, and it just sort of worked out all the, you know, all the time zones that, to try and schedule uh, to make this chat happen. So, no, I really thank you and really appreciate uh, your time being with us um, as, you know, as we're going to break down the trailer for or the teaser trailer for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So, I think, I mean, I might, we might just start off with just sort of, I guess, the first reactions I know Jamie and, and Ethan, and, and we sort of talked about it in the previous episode, but Eric, I would actually be interested to know, what was your reaction when you saw uh, the teaser trailer for the first time? Oh, man. I mean, just like anybody else, we're all waiting for that countdown from that Instagram and then the disappointment when that, that poster came out. And it was 3 a.m. for me and went back to sleep. And I was just constantly checking Facebook with uh, with Jamie and the rest of you guys because it's always like the first response. Like, I know you guys wouldn't let me down as soon as that, that dropped. And so I actually... Um, I am staying with my grandparents right now in this transition of buying this new house and moving. So I'm always running tasks for her and stuff. So I was actually taking my gran- my grandma to the doctor and I was sitting there waiting in the car, just like I am right now. <laughs> and, and that trailer dropped. I was like, oh man, I know my action, my reaction is going to be so crazy to this. I just want to go home and just record it so I can have that moment because I just knew it was going to be so good. And I, I, you know, for about five minutes, I sat there. I was like, I'm just, you know, just let me wait. I'll go. I'll be home in about half an hour. And I just said, you know, forget it. I got to watch it now. And it's just like the whole time I was just from that first shot of, you know, Agra's observatory. It just like I just felt chills. And it's, it's just like your dream come true of talking about this movie to people that that can't relate with it or don't know what it is. And 
and it, it really is a dream come true to just see this in 2019 and and I was just soaking up every shot and I, I, grinning ear to ear it was it blew me away that teaser trailer I mean like I said earlier like I was just amazed just how many shots were in this trailer for a two-minute trailer I mean usually teaser trailers they tend to be very vague or very short and you only get sort of just a little tiny piece but I feel like yeah in that trailer we saw quite a bit but still even though it's like what we saw quite a bit in this teaser trailer the fact that we're getting 10 hours of Dark Crystal it is very surreal. Ethan and Jamie I might as well get your thoughts just in case people haven't listen to the previous episode just sort of your reaction seeing that trailer my reaction was oh my god oh my god i'm like oh my god it's finally here two years later and it blew me away i had high expectations and they surpassed it and all i could do is just i salute everybody that's worked on this they have done such a good job Everyone I've talked to is so impressed with this, including my wife, who's not a Dark Crystal fan. She is as regular Joe as you can get, and she loves this. I am so excited to to see how uh, the public uh, takes this in. I mean, this is going to be amazing. Much like everyone else, I was up very, very late thinking that the Dark Crystal Instagram was going to drop a trailer. And then I was thinking as I was like, well, do Instagram, does Instagram usually drop a trailer? No, they don't. Um, But whatever. I was still waiting like everyone else. It's one of those things where you keep watching it to like, is this really happening? Is this really true? And then you watch the trailer again and you're like, yeah, it is true. It is true. So it's one of those moments for me that I will remember for the rest of my life. Just everything that's in the trailer, just all of the, everything that's familiar, everything that, that's new and that's amazing and it's exciting. And yeah, I, uh, I, I still feel like I'm in that initial shock of, oh my God, we have moving images from this show that has reached mythic proportions already. That's actually really going to happen. How many times have you seen it? How many times have you watched the trailer? I've watched the trailer probably 35 times. I might be probably around the same amount. I'm probably over than that. Over, I would think probably at least maybe 50 times. And But that was because I do a lot of editing. Because of course, I don't know for any of the listeners, I actually created a, a teaser trailer reaction compilation um, that's on the Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal Podcasts YouTube channel. And so, I mean, this is the thing on YouTube that a lot of people do uh, react videos of them reacting to trailers and you see the trailer like in a corner of the of the screen and you see see them just reacting to it and so i decided to do to grab all the video or most of the videos from all the different reactions and just put them together in this like one big sort of epic compilation trailer which actually worked out pretty well that was probably when i watched it the most just because i was just going through everyone's reactions and and basing on with everyone their reactions are just really positive and it's just pretty awesome yeah right i love that compilation it is so fun to watch and it was awesome that dark crystal on twitter they actually um retweeted about the video so that was uh pretty cool and got some nice comments um like with vivian lee one of the writers on the show she really enjoyed it so i think quite a lot of people at the jim henson company probably had a a great day just watching all these reaction videos and probably even listening to us sort of talking about our reactions the other day and so it's just yeah these past couple of days have been uh, pretty incredible and i mean as we're just seeing like on youtube i mean right now as of this recording it's, it's number 23 on trending at the moment and it's reached over 4 million views so um yeah it's really awesome that it's sort of really um 
getting the attention the that it it deserves. One thing that I love reading when in terms of reading the reactions are people saying this. They're saying, "Wow, they didn't mess it up. It looks like what I remember. It's the Dark Crystal. They didn't mess it up." And that is a really great sign. And I'm telling you, I don't know what you guys are reading, but what I'm reading Everyone is saying that essentially, or versions of that, like, wow, this looks good. They went for puppets. They're creating it. Jim Henson is proud. You know, he's smiling. Like, just this chorus of appreciation and confirmation that what the filmmakers responsible for Age of Resistance have produced is in line with what they produced in 1982. That's really great to hear or read. Yeah, definitely. And especially like, I mean, with a show like Age of Resistance, it's really going like to expand the whole mythology because, I mean, in the original film, like we only had two Gelflings in the film, even though it was a, you know, the story itself was big, but, you know, it was pretty small in, in regards to, you know, the amount of characters that we that we had. Age of Resistance is just going to blow it out of the water. And I think that's going to be really exciting to see, like seeing all the different kinds of Gelflings and and new Skeksis uh, characters that we haven't seen from the films and Mystics as well. So there's just um, a lot to look forward to with this trailer. Again, like it's just a very incredible for a, for a teaser trailer. It was just amazing. And it's pretty crazy that we've only got less than three months to go until the show comes out. So it's, it's just going to be an, an incredible time for Dark Crystal fans. Yeah. I know it's, it's so nuts that this is the first real chunk of footage that we've seen and they give us so much to look at i mean you think teaser trailer i thought we were going to get some you know pan shots of the forest or just something really simple but there's so much this could just pass as a regular trailer so i just i can't wait to see what this you know if we have a second trailer coming out what that's going to be i mean every 12 hours you get another million people watching it and you know like jamie said there's there, every comment on you know on these youtube videos is so positive and a lot of people are commenting like they've not known too much about Age of Resistance and just like, oh, you're bringing me back to my childhood. Like, whoa, this is a flashback. And it's just so cool to hear. And I think that's the thing, like with a show like Age of Resistance, it's going to be a big jumping point for a lot of people that have never seen a Dark Crystal before. And Age of Resistance is definitely going to be the perfect introduction for new people to know and understand everything Dark Crystal. That for me is sort of, I'm really looking forward to seeing how new fans um, sort of react to it. But also, you know, you know, us as well, like we've all that. So we, we just got so much to look forward to. You know, as we've been seeing, like even the past couple of days, just seeing all the Dark Crystal communities, or like with the um, fan groups that we're getting new members sort of appearing on a daily basis. So there's a lot of people really excited about the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And one thing in, uh, in relationship to the amount of fans Ethan and I are the admins for this group called the Crystal Shard, which is a Dark Crystal fan group, and it's really awesome, well-moderated, really friendly. There are some people who are involved in the show or who were involved in the original film that are in the group. It's a great place to go. But what we're seeing is an influx of membership requests. And a lot, some of those people, or a lot of those people, they are kind of jumping on the excitement train. They're seeing something, they're responding to it. They want to be in a place where that they can discuss it or see people discuss it. And you can tell, like you said, there's a lot of people who are becoming familiar with what this property is and they kind of know they little bit, they do or they don't, but age of resistance is a great place for people to start almost at the beginning of the story. We know how the story ends, but I think a lot of people are unfamiliar with that. At least a lot of the, the fans that are joining up or the people who are becoming new fans just in the last week 
in um, the Crystal Shard, we've added almost 300 people, which is just like this morning, I think in the span of 20 minutes, I, I added 21 people or 20 people, something crazy like that. Really, I mean, I, I the pitch, it's fever pitch in terms of excitement. Like, as everyone knows, I run two other podcasts. One is Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, and the other is Shoulder of Orion, the Blade Runner podcast. And like the Dark Crystal, they're kind of niche films. Certainly the Alien trilogy or the Alien series is far bigger, huge fan base. The kind of excitement that I'm seeing for Age of Resistance is clobbering the Alien series. But I also, as we discussed, I think maybe in a prior episode, Age of, uh, well, The Dark Crystal really has only has, it's had one film. It's had some books that's been released, but it has one film property. And now it's essentially about to get 10 more. So it's just going to blow the door wide open, but it's just an exciting place to be. It's an it's an exciting time to be in groups and see people join up those groups and engage people in conversation and see people post, hey, I just watched this film again with my seven-year-old and they loved it or they had questions and um, people are, oh, is the Chamberlain in this? And people seeing the Chamberlain in the trailer and just just seeing all that nostalgia but excitement. Again, it's just it's unthinkable where we're at right now that we're going to get 10 hours back in this world that we love so dearly. So I'm really excited. It's such a surreal experience. I mean, even, you know, for myself, when I started the podcast uh, almost five years ago, and I mean, like I started the podcast just because, well, there wasn't any podcast about Dark Crystal. And it was around the time that DarkCrystal.com was released, um, that the Jim Henson Company did, and they started the author quest. And so I sort of thought, okay, well, at least they're sort of, trying to bring the franchise back by doing these young adult novels and this was around a time that creation myths was start, was coming out at that time so i thought okay well at least there'll be a couple of things to look forward to you know never would i imagine you know the couple of years later doing the podcast like that we'd actually get the a netflix a, a prequel uh, series to the dark crystal and, and i mean that's the thing like it has been sort of a long wait for for fans of the Dark Crystal, um, I mean, it, it really all began in 2005 when the Power of the Dark Crystal sequel was sort of in development at that time or was announced as being in the works with that uh, Power of the Dark Crystal. It, it unfortunately got cancelled, I think, by uh, 2012. But then a couple of years later, they um, did adapt it into a 12 comic book uh, series with Arkea. At the time, like I was, you know, it was a bit sad about that time that that the the movie never got made. But what we're getting with Age of Resistance is um, going to be so much, I think, much better just because it's just the era where the Skeksis are in their prime and and the Gelflings as well, and it's just just a big magical world of Thra. Like um, it's it's just again, yeah, it's just going to be really um, in- incredible. So Eric, I actually wanted to know. Um, you know, from watching the trailer, like, was it, what was like one of your favorite moments from seeing the trailer? Was there a particular, a shot or um, just a, any moments within um, that teaser trailer, Eric? I mean, the first thing that I, that, you know, that hits me is like, what am I looking at? Is this CGI? Is this real? And it's, so, everything was just so fresh, but so familiar. So that was like, just so cool to take in. Cause you know, there was always, we're always talking about, well, how much CGI is, is going to be in this show or, or, you know, how much puppetry are we going to have? But like, there's just so many practical effects in this trailer and just gives you goosebumps because you just don't see that today. 
gosh, I don't, I, I couldn't even pick a favorite, a favorite uh, spot. Even when you see, um, I guess it's Rian looking at the castle and that slow pan over there. It was just chills down your body. And a lot of the moments that are so great, you have to like pause the trailer to see all these clips because there's so much going on. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, one of my sort of favorite moments from the trailer. I think when I was reacting to it um, was probably the dream fasting. So seeing all the visions and sort of as Deed was touching sort of that flower, like the, that was seemed to be part of the extension of the tree, maybe, as, you know, seeing all those visions, you know, these really quick shots. I'm just like, cool, you know, that was a, a great take on dream fasting. So that was probably one of my favorite moments. And, and as well as probably um, the shot of Rian, how he's, um, I think it looked like Rian uh, cutting the rope and, sort of you know swinging up to exit with the chandelier going down like for me that was probably one of my sort of favorite shots and i think that's i think it's the whole just because like we've seen gelfling puppets like in wide shots like for me like makes me lose the suspension of disbelief just seeing them moving and it's just uh yeah pretty pretty incredible i don't know you, you yourself um jamie and ethan I, th- I can't remember what favorite moment I said last time, but uh, I do, I, I will say that the forest, seeing the forest, so beautiful, that and it's very much the forest that we know from the original, but of course it's a little bit more alive, it's a little more lush, because this is a different period in the, on, in the land of Thra, I suppose, and seeing, you know, for a moment you see a land strider running through the forest, you see... Uh, I think it's Rian in the force or somebody. There's a lot going on. Then you see Rian and um, Adit in, st- in front of a house. I don't think it's her house. It's somebody's house. And they're kind of looking at things. Those moments in the forest, they're just amazing. They're some of my favorite shots of the trailer. And I, I remember a lot of people, so when they were reacting to the trailer, I think with that um, shot of the forest, uh, a lot of people made jokes about that those uh, creatures that we saw spitting around look like um, those Sky Dancer toys. I think they they were from the 90s. And I think I, va- like I vaguely remember what, what they were. So it would be actually kind of funny if, if that toy company, they re-release them and, and slap on a dark crystal logo on it. And <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Although, I mean... In the original film, when Jen's in the forest, you see those flower things and they're almost versions of those things, whatever we're seeing in the Age of Resistance trailer, uh, spinning and floating up. So they look sort of within the same context of those things. But I think what we're seeing in Age of Resistance are fairy-like creatures because if you look at them, if you freeze frame, you can see that they have a body. You can see that there's legs and those arms are what's twirling. And as they settle down on that log, they move. It's very interesting. It's very beautiful. Agreed. And so, I mean, you know, just going like through, um, like with the trailer. So for those that want to know, like, I mean, this is the, the official synopsis of, um, of the show. And so it says that the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tells a new epic story set many years before the events of the movie and realized using classic puppetry with cutting edge visual effects. The world of Thra is dying. The Crystal of Truth is at the heart of Thra, a source of untold power, but it is damaged, corrupted by the evil Skeksis, and a sickness spreads across the land. When three Gelfling uncover the horrific truth behind the power of the Skeksis, an adventure unfolds as the fires of, of rebellion are lit and an epic battle for the planet begins. So, I mean, just based on that synopsis alone, like, I, 
even that story, that synopsis alone just seems very big, like in scope. It says it's going to be really interesting to see, I guess, with the three Galflings. Of course, they're um, introduced in the show as uh, Rian, uh, Deet, and Bria. And, and like all those characters look, you know, just amazing. And actually, I mean, in this teaser trailer, we really got a lot of Deet in the, in this teaser trailer. And I think she's slowly becoming like a, a bit of a fan favorite for a lot of people. Yeah. I know part of me kind of wonders if she's the main character. I was always leaning toward Rian, but I guess, I don't know. Uh, like, are we, are we more focused on, on Deet or is this her story? And, uh, Bria and Rian are kind of the, the Kira's like, I don't know, supporting characters, or is it actually divided three ways? Do they have three storylines in three separate locations? And maybe at some point in the season, they intertwine. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who to root for. I mean, I'm rooting for all of them. I'm like, who, who's my favorite character? I don't know. Actually, I do know. That's a lie. Bria. Bria <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I really? mean, this girl, she's digging through books, looking at oh, symbols. Yeah. I'm she's like, girl, girl, <laughs> are you me? Are you me? So, yeah, I love her. She, I mean, I love Deets. She's gorgeous. I love looking at her. Um, and Rian, I think he's gorgeous. I think he looks like 60s Cher. Google 60s Cher. Uh, I swear, it, it looks exactly the same. And I, so I think. I he's I'm, I'm still too. seeing Margot Kidder there. <laughs> oh, totally, Margot Kidder. Totally, totally. If anyone doesn't know who Margot Kidder is, because I'm sure we have some younger people, Margot Kidder played Lois Lane in the first Superman movies that started in the 70s. She's awesome. She unfortunately passed away, but yes, there's a resemblance. It's uncanny. I Googled her. I admit, I did not know who she was. It's uncanny. Oh my God. It's almost creepy. You're funny. Uh, you know what's interesting? I, here's a question for everybody. Knowing that what we know about the original film that when we meet Jen and Kira, well, first of all, we think that Jen's the only one. He thinks he's the only one. Then he meets Kira. We know how the story ends. How do you feel about these characters in this world, knowing that perhaps everyone's going to die? Does that, does that lessen your excitement? I, I, I think I know the answer, but how, how do you guys, do you even think about that? I mean, I don't think that's something we're going to see in this season. If it, I think this is going to really end on a victorious note for the Gelfling um, with a hint of what is yet to come. But I I don't know. I, I'd like to think it's not going to be so much of a downer at the end of this. I mean, it very well could be. We could walk away feeling very Rogue One. But even that, you know, had a lot of hope and a lot of, you know, inspiration. But um, I'm trying to kind of steer away from those feelings because, uh, you know, we still don't really know what is the time frame. It could be 50 years, 100 years. What is the lifespan of a Gelfling? Could they, you know, defeat them in this, you know, uh, small timeline and then live enough to just die a natural death? And then, you know, I don't know. But I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards we're not going to see that this season. But you never know, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I, I mean, I guess for myself, I'm not, I know it's just something I haven't, I'm not really thinking too deep about that. But I do think that, especially if there's going to be another season of the show, which is, I mean, it is a possibility, but if there is a season two, I do feel like that season one is really just going to build up the world of Thra, really get to know the Gelflings, really get to know the clans, so that by the time, you know, in the season or so later, and then once we get to sort of the end of the show of, the whole sort of, you know, the genocide, I guess, uh, of the Skeksis sort of wiping out the Gelflings. I think that's going to be like 
going to be really devastating to see. So, I mean, for me, it's it's not something I haven't really thought too deep about that. But I do think that the, there might be some little twists here and there, whether there might be some gulflings that actually might make it out um, alive. And I think there is a couple of scenarios where that could potentially happen uh, so that you know, not all the gulflings got wiped out, that there were some that did survive, but they've just gone somewhere far away. Yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right, Phil. In fact, I think Age of Resistance is a great way to plant seeds of other stories. So I don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen. But is it possible that, say, for instance, Deet or Rian or Brea or whoever ends up getting in a boat or getting in a ship and taking leaving the shores of Thra? Like, what happens? Like, there's so much possibility here. Yes, we know that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that's going to happen in terms of the genocide. But then, of course, you have, I don't know if for sure if Power of the Dark Crystal is canon, but if it's true, you have Gelflings who go underground. You have Gelflings who kind of hide. I think even in Power of the Dark Crystal, Jen and Kira repopulate Thra. So where are these Gelflings coming from? So I think that there's a lot there that we can hope for. Yeah, I um, I, I think that the the writers, when they sat down and they started working on this, I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the first things they talked about. Because doing a prequel to something like Dark Crystal, it isn't it isn't like Star Wars. I mean, I know that the Jedi were all wiped out, um, but the Jedi were uh, or an order. Uh, you know, it's a sect of people. The Gelfling, they are um, the only people. I mean, there's podlings, and you know, there's other creatures and animals, but the Gelfling are the the, the people of this planet, they're the, the window into this world, you know, the human, you know, they're, they're supposed to be us. They're supposed to be the humans. Sort of our avatar in a way. Yes. And so, I mean, it was everybody. It wasn't just, it wasn't just the Grottons. It wasn't just the Drenchen. It was everybody. And that's a lot deeper and darker than just the Jedi being killed. And I think it's something that's plagued prequels to the dark crystal in the past i've looked at tons and tons and tons of reviews for legends of the dark crystal the manga that was released a a number of years ago and everybody and their dog says such a bummer knowing you're reading the about these characters that are gonna die i mean every victory that they have it's like well in the broader uh, spectrum you know it was for nothing anyway and it's something that the writers probably sat down and talked about uh, because what's the point of having hey five seasons of you know age of resistance when at the end it doesn't matter you start at the beginning of dark crystal and you've got 10 skexies who won you know you got jen you got kira from our point of view and everybody else died. And that is dark and sad and depressing. And it's like, well, what do we do? And I imagine they probably said, well, to Jen, he thought he was the only one. To Kira, she thought that she was the only one. Yeah. And they, it, from there, it's it's kind of a from a certain point of view kind of thing. That they're going to twist our perspectives, I think. They're going to they're gonna do some sneaky stuff, I imagine. So keep an and eye I out think that. totally. And I think it's one of those things where we all go through things in life. And sometimes, you know, when you're going through a challenge in your life, you feel like you're alone in it, you know, whether it's an emotional challenge, uh, 
economic challenge, whatever kind of challenge it is, you kind of feel alone. And then sometimes you're talking to people and you're like, oh no, I've, I feel this way too. And you're like, oh, what? I'm not alone. So I think that in terms of Jen and Kira, they might have thought, well, we're the only survivors, but everybody thinks that, you know, um, in terms of the world of Thra, the context of Thra, if say there are, there's a portion of a clan that survived and they're in hiding, they could think we're the last surviving Gelflings and we can't go out because they'll kill us and they're hunting us or whatever. So I think it's ripe for other stories to be told. And uh, that's actually really exciting. But I had another question for you guys. Uh, in terms of, we were talking about what we what we've seen, favorite moments, and I noticed a discussion uh, in a group about what something we didn't see, and people wondering, well, is it is it going to be in this show? And I'm curious if is there anything in the trailer that you guys didn't see that you're curious of? Yeah, I, the mystics would ha- you have to be the big one. Um, of course, the mystics uh, are the counterparts of the Skeksis, so. I mean, but I think we did see some shots uh, that look like could potentially be at the um, the Valley of the Mystics or the Valley of the Stones. When we see, uh, I think it was after the shot of Fizzgig, you see a shot of uh, Deet and then the next shot is a wide three of three of them, Deet, uh, Rhi and, and Bria. And um, yeah, it certainly looks like they're, I mean, behind, because behind Deet, looks like a mystic but whether that's a landstride in the, in the background so i know we don't like actually see the mystics like in this trailer but i think we got like just just a little glimpse of them so i mean but i think that's the thing like i think with this teaser trailer that i think they really had to focus on the skexies i mean because of course uh they, well of course they're gonna have a, a much bigger role in this show um sort of being the villains of of thrive you know the dark crystal so it makes sense to really um, push having much as many Skeksis stuff, you know, within the trial to reintroduce and introduce people to the Dark Crystal. But I definitely think that we will be seeing uh, Mystics uh, probably down the track with the show. I don't like. I don't know if we're going to see them like in the first couple episodes. It, it might be something that might, you know, might might happen towards the end of the season if it gets to the point where the th- these three heroes decide let's go see the Mystics. Let's get you know, see what they think, um, if they can help us, that sort of thing. Yeah. If they even know they exist, which is a possibility. Um, like what, and what makes me think that is there's that photo that they released of Bria looking at those books. One's a smaller book with Agra's photo. And then one's more of a formal book behind it with a photo of Agra and all those, all of these symbols. And it almost is like, she's reading about this creature that, or this thing, this kind of sage that maybe lives on Thra or it's, it's a mythology and maybe they don't even know if Agra exists except for in myth. So perhaps the mystics are the same way where they've heard of the mystics, but they don't know if kind of like the Jedi in the force awakens where they're kind of in myth status where people tell these stories, but no one really knows if they're real or not. And it's going to be interesting to see how much the Gelflings know, how insular their communities are. Because they don't, I we don't know anything too much about how clans interact with each other. I mean, I have I've only read the first book. I'm not reading anymore just because I don't want to spoil myself. But there's does it, just based off one book, and this isn't anything that's a spoiler. There do there does seem to be this very intentional separation between clans, and that they don't really venture out that much, and the clans stay with. Although there are there seems to be 
Gelfling guards, as we've seen in the trailer, that maybe work at the castle. But it, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see their their dynamic, their community, what they believe, what they know is true. And aside from the Skeksis, you know, if they know about anything else, if they know about where the Skeksis come from, because they might not even know that. They might not know about the Urskeks at all. Yeah, possibly, yeah. And I guess, like, I mean, the thing with Olga, like, especially in the trailer, as we see her sort of trekking out, going outside of her home, and this seems to be in the timeline where Olga is pretty much broken because the the dark crystal, the crystal of truth has, was damaged by the Skeksis. And I guess it, it was interesting to see her sort of, yeah, because, I mean, at that point in time, it seemed like she just sort of stayed in her home the observatory the whole whole time and just sort of over time uh the gelfling sort of forgot about olgra and i think that sort of happened in one of the uh comics that's sort of you know without spoiling it but yeah just sort of if you wanted to know something about the backstory of thra and all things dark crystal the dark crystal creation myths is a great uh, uh starting point if you want to, to read those um so i think there was a couple of things within the comics now you know that that just seemed like she just really just pretty much stayed inside the observatory, just watching over the he- heavens and the skies and moons and stars. But yeah, to see her trek outside was uh, really interesting. So I'd be curious to to know, like, where is she going to? Maybe she's going trekking to, to go see the mystics. Uh, who, who knows? Yeah. Speaking of uh, the mystics and whether the Gelfling know about them or not, uh, I, I think that, you know, our girl... Bria or Brea, I think that when we go and hit the books with her, that's when we're going to get a history lesson. And it's probably going to show us why, um, you know, maybe not all the comics, maybe not all the books and everything line up. I bet you anything, that's when we're going to get a lot of different versions of events. And that's when we're going to get the history lesson on uh, Agra. And maybe that'll be the first mention of the mystics and maybe Bria or Brea is going to be like, what the heck's a, an, an Uru or a mystic, you know, uh, that's probably, I think that's what, uh, when we're going to get, you know, the, the exposition, uh, I, I, so I, they have to hide some things from us. We're not going to get an Uru in the, in the first teaser. Um, I bet maybe in two months we'll get another trailer and maybe we'll get a glimpse there think um yeah we got a lot you know to look forward to and yeah hopefully in the next you know the next trailer may we might get to see um some some mystics um in particular so uh which is all like just just so, just so exciting and um you know as we sort of you know continue on um I, I guess I wanted to know um everyone's thoughts I know if if any of you um had sort of any critiques about with the teaser trailer for um age resistance you know, I know a lot of people were uh, kind of shocked by the, you know, what's that Batmobile? What is the car that Chamberlain is riding? And it's like, I probably would have had that same reaction. But I mean, I know that they talk about that in the books. And I remember reading that in the books and kind of like putting it down and like, you know, looking around thinking I had all, I guess I had all that time to digest that. And I really accepted that. And I think it's really cool just the pace of this trailer and the action that we see and and i've kind of mentioned before you know the original dark crystal is a much more it's it's just kind of relies a lot on the slower visuals and it's a slower pace and and it just seems like we're going to get a lot of uh action in this in this new version and i think it's got a lot to do with um what they can do now i mean and we've had almost 40 years 
for the puppeteers to learn what they can and can't do and how they can improve these movements. And, and I just thought the trailer was so well done with, with the pacing of that. I think like, yeah, especially there is so much movement with the characters. Yeah. I mean, compared to, to the original film, I mean, you know, there'd be moments within the film, like with the Skeksis and they sort of look like they're walking on a limp or like, I mean, you could, you know, you could probably, you know, explain that, okay, well, it's really old age, but like just seeing the Skeksis, you know, being able to move up and about, um, a lot is, um, yeah, pretty incredible stuff. But yeah, I just love, I've just got a freeze frame of, of the Chamberlain just looking outside, you know, the carriage while he's, you know, driving it. And, um, I mean, I, 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 I actually liked it. Like I thought it was a, a fun, a fun moment in the trailer. And, um, and yeah, I mean like there, like, I think that was a big surprise for me was, um, I was really surprised of just how much, um, it seems to be that there was quite a few shots in the trailer that seemed to cross over with Joe's books. Uh, author J.M. Lee, uh, he's been working on the Dark Crystal young adult novel series. And so there's three books that are currently out now at the moment. So you've got Shadows of the Dark Crystal, Song of the Dark Crystal and Tides of the Dark Crystal. And uh, they're actually going to be re-released in paperback form uh, towards the end of uh, this month in June. So that's really exciting to see them being released. But yeah, I was really surprised about the crossover between yeah i mean between his books and and this show uh, i mean what about yourself ethan i know you've been reading the books yourself um were you surprised about just a, how much you know potentially a lot of you know some of the crossovers have been if you have knowledge about joe's books while watching that trailer it is very jarring like wow um you see certain shots and you're like oh wow that's that and that's that it is really exciting to have a little bit of foreknowledge about this new world we're entering uh, while reading Joe's books. And I think that those four books, uh, Shadows, Song, Tides, and Flames, those are, they're not required reading. I think it's going to be a parallel story. You can read them if you want a taste of what's coming. You don't have to, but it, they're they're darn good fun. You know, go ahead and give it a go if you want to see some cool stuff. I mean, there's a lot of crossover. I'll tell you that much. There are characters that, I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's some, um, you know, Iron Man popping up in some scenes in there. And you're like, oh, well, shoot, you're from uh, Age of Resistance, you know. But speaking of, you know, hashtag Skekmobile, I went, I just want to say I went through the five Skekmo? stages of grief. <laughs> I went through the, the five stages of grief watching that. At first, I was like, nah, I don't like it. But then... It really grew on me really fast. I mean, at first I just thought it was a little bit too much, but no, I was wrong. I love it. I need a toy of it. I want it so bad. I mean, it, it, I they sat down and said, hey, what if we did a Dark Crystal uh, car chase? And they did it with puppets. Oh, my. I mean, I have to say, I who am I to say this, but I'll say it anyway. I, I really think Jim Henson would have been, would have loved that. You know, that is so cool. You know, to see these Gelflings running around on the Skekmobile and the Chamberlain popping his head out like, you know, get off, you guys. You know, I'm trying to get places. I can't see past you. So exciting. I love him. It's sort of like it'd be so cool, like getting like the Skekmobile and, and even getting like the Landstriders and sort of creating, you know, playing with the figurines and doing our own sort of like chase sequence and sort of like I'm almost, I was almost thinking about like Mad Max, like have our own Mad Max version of the Dark Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. Totally Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, telling 
Ethan that it kind of reminded me a little bit of a big wheel. I don't know why, but maybe it's just the wheels. There's just something about it that reminds me of a big wheel. I don't know why. Um, I want to. I want to get one for my son and have him ride in it. He's almost two years old. He would love that. Just riding around. I'm a Skeksis. Yeah. You know. I, that, he, I like mean, I. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that it's it's different. It's very different. I don't. But I, I'll take it a step further. What you said. I think Jim Henson is looking down on this, and he's just jumping for joy. I think this is the world that he wanted to create. It was the world he intended to create. It was probably the world he would like to create if he ever went back to it. They did his dream so well. Um, I, I think everyone is smiling. Um, I mean, I don't know what Frank Oz thinks if, if, if he's seen anything, but this is the world that Jim Henson created. And, uh, but in terms of like critiques, like the only other thing, like, I feel like I always have to, um, buffer any critique that I give with, Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I love everything that I've seen, even if maybe the, the carriage is a little bit strange for me to see in the context of Thrawn. And it is, but whatever. Um, I think it's probably only one scene. The only thing that's visibly different for me, and this is probably a, like a hardcore fan thing is the crystal chamber looks smaller. If you compare it to original or photos of the original, it just looks massive. But this new one, the the Skeksis look bigger in it. They look closer to the crystal. The um the balcony area just looks smaller and closed in. I don't know. Maybe it's just that angle. I probably am completely wrong. But I've noticed other people saying that as well. Maybe it was just a budget thing. I don't know. Again, it could have just been the angle. I know that they wanted to kind of get the camera in there and get it, kind of get it moving. And we're very close to the Skeksis at that point. And even so, even if it is smaller... Those images in it, I mean, it looks like it's from the original film. I mean, the, the colors and everything. I mean, it's just it's just mind-blowing. But that would be the only kind of critique, quote-unquote, that I might have is it looks small. Um, but that's it. Well, I have agreed with that. But I will say, uh, shout-out to Ryan Wells out there. He had a good argument for why it's the same exact set ratio. That's not a good description. But he said, you know... I promise you they didn't go through all the trouble of recreating the crystal chamber 37 years later just to skimp on 10 feet. And a and good point. He said uh, it's the same scale but a different perspective. You know, it's our eyes are playing tricks on us. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say, you know what, you're right. I don't think that they're skimping on us. I think that it's just a couple shots in a teaser trailer. And we've never seen from directly above the crystal and it's it's just a few feet above the crystal so it does look tight it does look strange in the opening shot of the crystal chamber in the movie uh, we're 18 feet up and we're we're from the side and so i'll say it's the same exact set it just looks odd in a teaser trailer if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i'll i'll agree with ryan wells yeah i just don't i just don't think we've seen the right shots (laughs) Oh, I agree. I think so, too. I think you're probably right. And I think this is we're getting closer. The camera's far more, I think, in the action, in the set pieces than it was before. There's a lot more movement, I think, due to technology, where things are in 2019 or 2018, when they're kind of building all of these things. We have far more direct access to these things. And we have a different angle, essentially. So that's probably just the angle and not the set. I agree. Yeah. And and I guess uh, for any of the listeners know, um, I did have uh, Ryan Wells on probably one of the early episodes of Trial by Stone. 
and uh, Ryan Wells, he's just a, he's an amazing cosplayer who's cosplayed as the Skeksis and and as the Gotham and and several other characters from different franchises. Yeah, so I, I definitely yeah I definitely sort of agree that I think it seems to be just the angle and just the technology that they have, especially like with, you know with the camera being able to sort of get up and close with certain shots with all the characters and stuff. So. I mean, that was one of the things, like, my, I mean, little critiques that I felt like even the Gelflings look a bit small in, like, in scale compared to what they, what Jen and Kira look like in the film, you know, but they're, they're not, like, they're not putting me off or anything like that. And I think it's just, it's just, a, you know, because we're just seeing this, you know, this is new Dark Crystal, so it's just a new way of looking at it. And because we've just been so used to seeing the film for, you know, 35 you know more you know 35 years of dark crystal so i think that there will be quite a lot of things that are quite a lot of new things that um they're just going to be totally new and fresh and and really different um and i'm actually i'm actually excited about all that like i'm really looking forward to seeing all all the new stuff that we're going to get from the show Absolutely. We're in the prequel era of Dark Crystal. I mean, this is so exciting. Think about Star Wars in their prequel era. It was a definitely a different flavor of uh, Star Wars, but man, they opened up the universe. You know, they they added, you know, so much content and it's so exciting that we're we're in this whole new universe. Well, not a universe, but they're opening it and expanding it. You know, we've got seven clans when we used to have two Gelfling, you know. Oh my God! It's gonna it's gonna be mind blowing. It's amazing, and I keep thinking of that scene in the original where, of course, Jen is looking for the shard at Agra's. And my question is, how'd the shard get there? Who brought it to Agra? Who brought it to Agra for safekeeping? What story is that? Are they going to cover that in Age of Resistance? Is it going to be Rian? Is it going to be Deet? Will Deet find the shard? I think the shard will play a role in uh, Age of Resistance for sure. I mean, I think. Maybe not a central role, but it will. Um, it's kind of a bit of a MacGuffin, but they're not. There's a whole different setup happening right now. But also to the idea of the world that we're in, in terms of the prequel era, and I really think it's important for people, everyone, whether it's new fans or old fans, to understand that the people who are were involved in creating this show, everything was created new. The Skeksis, the sets, the props. Everything, everything is new. There's nothing kind of coming over from the old, from the original film in terms of puppets or except for maybe Luis Gold and a couple other people. Uh, everyone on the show is new. And I think we kind of have to give the filmmakers, Louis Leterrier and the writers and the puppeteers and the prop makers and everyone involved, give them a chance to tell their story and not write it off as, Oh, it doesn't look like the original or, Oh, this is different from the original. Just really understand that there are new voice actors in there who are going to be voicing different, um, Skeksis, Augur's voice is different, but it's really spot on. We have to kind of give give it a chance and not just blow it off. And I, I think giving it a chance also gives the, the people who've worked night and day for years on this show to say what they want to say. And for now, in terms of the, the teaser, I I could not have even dreamed what we saw is what we saw. Again, it's just so incredible. And just the visuals is just really outstanding. And I think they did a great job. Even, I know this sort of term has been used of the amalgamation of 
between puppetry and sort of the visual effects. And I know, I think in this trailer, there, there did seem like a quite a bit of, um, you know, CGI being used in the trailer. Not not with the puppets or anything, but more like in the backgrounds, I think that we saw, like, especially like with the three sons. And I think even you mentioned about it in the previous episode that those look like real sons, you know, that because in the original film, like they were just sort of the sons were sort of like matte paintings and that sort of thing. But in the show, they look like your real sons. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, they look like our sons, but altered. They look like real suns that are shining on this world. And uh, it looks like they actually took a crew out to another planet. They took them to Thra and they filmed there and it looks amazing. And I mean, it, you look at Agra and it's, it, it looks like her from the movie, but not her. I mean, the, the hands are more detailed. Same with the Gelfling. I was comparing the hands from the original film and the hands in the, the teasers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the, the fingerprints, the they're a little bit thicker. I mean, they look like real creatures' hands, and it's incredible. I did just want to say, Jamie, when you mentioned the shard, before this teaser, I would have said, no, Brozov, no, there's the story has been told about the shard. We know how Augur gets the shard. It's been told in other mediums. But this teaser, it surprised me. It's doing things that it's not playing by the rules, and that's okay. They're they're doing some things. The there's been stories of told of how Augur gets the shard and how the shard gets from Augur to Jen, you know. But now I'm wondering is there more to that story? Have we been told some fibs or myths or legends? Now I'm totally on board with you, Jamie. I don't know how Augur gets the shard, and I'm so excited to see if Age of Resistance is going to tell that story. Maybe not this season, maybe in a future season or a future book. That is thrilling to me. Because the shard could be lost for all we know. Like Everyone knows, or I don't know if everyone knows, there could be a point in Age of Resistance, whether it's this season or the next season or whatever, if there is a next season, where they're like, how do we fix this? How do we make this whole? And the Gelflings are like, well, we have to heal this. The prophecy says we have to heal this crystal. Well, how do we do that? Well, where's the shard from the crystal? No one knows where this thing is. So part of it might be, whether it's Brea, maybe Brea is tasked for looking for the shard. And it's that the story of the shard is kind of what Jen does is that last kind of 10 minutes of the story, you know, where he finds a shard and then throws it away and then Kira finds it and they heal the crystal. But the story of the shard is much longer than that. I, I would imagine it's, it's it, the way that it gets to Agra's. I don't know what the, the stories are or what are in the comics or the books or whatever, but if the filmmakers can tell that story, I mean, it, it could be its own season where the season revolves around finding the shard. I think it could be amazing. Well, the the comics show that Augur gets her third eye in the previous Great Conjunction. But in this teaser, she does not have a third eye. Where's the third eye? And in the original film, you know, they show that they drain essence by opening up a, a portal and there's a reflector, you know. But in the teaser, they bring it down with claws and they... they you know, bring it down and shoot, you know, electricity at it or something. And that's what I mean by, I think everything you think, you know, about dark crystal, try and forget it because they're playing by new rules and I'm super excited. I, uh, I mean, I, I know my dark crystal and everything I'm throwing everything out the window and I'm like, okay, okay. 
I'll take your hand. I'll go down this path you're taking me on. Uh, I'll, I'll forget everything I know. I, I know nothing. I and mean, I'm so excited. Uh, there's so many questions. Like, where's our third eye? Why are you doing this? With what, what are the claws trying to do? Where's the shard? I think I know where the shard is, but I think I'm wrong. I think they're going to surprise us. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, especially like seeing um, Olga and, and like you said about, you know, that she's missing her um, her eye. Because, I mean, with some of the comics, like she she got the th- that third eye after um, uh, when the Erskex arrived to throw for the first time. And that's how she got the eye. And then, of course, when the Erskex actually built the observatory for her. So it's, it's actually really interesting how, yeah, in that shot that she doesn't have the eye or whether she actually did lose the eye and then gets it back, or or maybe Olga's a time-traveling <laughs> of, of Thra, like able to travel through time. I don't know, <laughs> as a crazy example, but yeah, yeah. There's a moment in the trailer where her third eye is glowing, and she's about to do something. She's about to conjure something in that mist. So we don't really know what Augra is capable of. We don't really know what that third eye is even for. Think about it. It's useless in the movie. I mean... She might be doing some magic woo-woo, you know? Oh, totally. Right, because that's not the one that she takes out, right? It's the one, her other yeah. eye that she takes out all the time. Augur could be a voodoo priestess for all we know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that third eye, uh, yeah, the, the forehead eye. That, that, the, the, the Funko doll, the, the figure, and the Augur in the teaser, they're all missing uh, the third eye, the forehead eye. And at first I thought maybe it was a flashback, but now I'm like, Oh no, that's a magic woo-woo eye. Then maybe it only gets activated at certain points in, in the story, maybe, yeah. yeah. Bringing up another point, um, I was just going to say, how did you guys feel about the uh, the music of the trailer? I Well, I really liked it. I mean, I think um, as some know, like in particular with teaser trailers or trailers in general, the music doesn't necessarily represent what's going to be in the final product of the show. So it was actually um, last night I tracked down, I think through one of the Dark Crystal groups, someone managed to track down the start of the music or what that music's from on YouTube. It's like the start of the track is the start of the the teaser trailer. And then, of course, like in that trailer, we got lyrics to what we're sort of referring to as a Grotten uh, lullaby. And it was actually pretty awesome, um, Ethan, with your wife, um, because I think I put the question out there on the Crystal Shutters. I was like, hey... Because I, I, you know, I've been watching a trailer quite a few times. I'm like, oh, actually, I'll watch it with captions just to, you know, see if I missed anything or, you know, see if there was any captions during the song, um, which there wasn't. And that's when I put the question out there. Hey, you know, has anyone cracked a code of, you know, what the lyrics are in this Grutten song? And I think that was the thing. I think your, your wife really, uh, Ethan, uh, sort of cracked a code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh- I listen to it, and I listen to the radio, and I, I don't know the lyrics to anything. I, like, I suck at lyrics. And, you know, I saw your post asking if anyone's cracked the, the lyrics, and I'm like, I can never do that, but my wife can. So I grabbed her, I gave her a notebook and a pen and some headphones, and I said, you know, baby, go do this. Go do your thing, girl. Do it. Literally five minutes later, she's back, and... She she nailed it. I listened to it myself. I was like, "Girl, I think you got this." And yeah, props um, for calling out Groton. I couldn't. I could not hear that. Uh, no, my my wife doesn't even know Dark Crystal, and she 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 nailed it. I'm like, man, you got ear ears. She actually can't see very well, but she's got amazing ears. Uh, 
I was like, close your eyes, listen to it, nail it. And uh, yeah, shout out to Megan Davy. That's my and yes, Detective Pikachu. That's my real last name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Megan Davy. She nailed it. She's my love. She's my stars. She's my sky. Way to go, Megan. Aww. Yeah, that, that was amazing. And of course, like the lyrics. Um, so it's so the lyrics are Grotten's work in the dark and deep. So lay down my childling and sleep. No need to fear and no need to weep. But yeah, there's just, there's just so much like in the trailer. And um, yeah, I mean, the next couple of weeks and, and months leading into the show, there's just going to be so much that's going to pop out, pop out, um, you know, with, with the show. And and even, I mean, recently we sort of got the those sneak peeks at um, the, the Funko with the uh, pop vinyls and the action figurines are sort of um, going to come out, which I'm, which I'm presuming will be probably late later in the year. So, um, yeah, we sort of got a lot to look forward to, um, you know, with the show, but you know, with the merchandise as well, and and books and all the other material that's going to come out for the show, which is going to be yeah, just just quite an amazing time. And I think you know, I, I really applaud um, everyone at Netflix and uh, the Jim Henson Company and everyone who worked on the film on the show. It's just been such a positive experience. Everyone's been loving it and we just can't wait for more. Yeah, that fan base is really going to grow. It's just so cool to keep seeing, uh, you know, on Facebook, friends that you, that, you know, you've probably mentioned Dark Crystal to in the past, but never, you know, didn't really know what it was. And they're, they're sharing this video like crazy and just saying, oh, wow, look how cool this is. And, and I, I can't help but comment on every one of them because there's been quite a bit. So it's really, it's, it's, it's really cool to see how much it's going to grow. Definitely, yeah. So I, I think um, before we wrap it up for um, on this uh, teaser trailer reaction uh, for Trial by Stone, um, I just love to know. Um, I just want to go through like final words on 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 the teaser trailer and all things Dark Crystal. Yeah, I mean, I've, like everyone else feels this just you know blew my expectations out of the water. I mean, it's the visuals of this and what I really love the most about this, and I, I see a lot of talk about it, is just kind of guessing what's CGI and what's not the, the compositing and, and is done so well here. And, uh, the editing of the trailer is beautiful. The, the visuals, the, I just can't wait to see, um, what we're going to get to see in the next trailer and, uh, eventually get 10 hours of the show. We're going to have so much to talk about. So I, I'm 10 out of 10. Can't wait. Excellent. And, uh, what, what about yourself, Ethan? I'm flabbergasted. I'm speechless. I watch it on loop all the time. I I am so excited. I mean, this is the beginning of a new era, a new age, if you will. Okay, uh, darkness is rising. I mean, this is when you know your aunt, your grandma, your grandpa, and your dad's gonna come all in and watch Dark Crystal with you. Finally, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm talking Dark Crystal with my my sister and my brother and my babysitter and my babysitter's husband. I mean, everybody is coming out of the woodworks talking dark crystal with me and I'm, you know, I'm, it's so exciting. This is definitely new to me. I mean, this is definitely something I sit in my basement and do. And now I can come out of my basement, blink into the three suns and talk dark crystal with people. It is great. I'm so excited. Bring it on that we're 90 days away. Exactly. Today's June 1st. Um, so, Let's do this. Yeah, we're definitely in a, in a, for a wild ride um, with the show. And what about yourself, uh, Jamie? Final 
Final thoughts. Well, much like uh, Eric, I mean, really, everyone, it's, I'm just blown away. I'm blown away by what I've seen. You know, it's prequels are very hard to do. Sequels are very hard to do. We've had this discussion before. And by all accounts, it looks like they've done it right. And that is such a hard thing to do because you have to please an existing fan base. You also have to bring in new fans. You have to honor source material. You have to... You have to expand a story, but you have to do that expansion within the context of the original. So it feels legitimate. It feels real to the world that it's created. And right now, I mean, they've done no wrong. Um, maybe I won't. Who knows? Maybe I won't like everything in the in the the trailer, or I'm sorry, in the season. But I I, I don't think that that's the case. And I also really believe that the people involved in the production and the writing and everything that we've mentioned before really understand uh, Jim Henson's vision, Brian Froud's vision, what this world was supposed to be, how serious it is. I know that before we even saw this trailer, and I think a few months back, we were talking about the voice actors and my hesitation over, uh, well, they have some sort of wise cracking street wise, like almost Peter and Peter and the rabbit or whatever, like, Skeksis or Gelfling or Poddling or whatever. And from what I can tell, there's none of that. It's this very serious, high fantasy show made for Netflix with the kind of production values I could never even imagine. So I I, I am blown away and I can't wait for more. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for myself, final words... I mean, again, the, the the teaser trailer, there was a lot in it. It was amazing. There was so much we, we got to see. You know, we you know, what we saw is just just a tiny glimpse. You know, that you know, what we saw was just two two minutes of of a ten hours um of Dark Crystal t- you know, series um that's just going to come out in a couple of months time. So I think there'll be a lot of surprises in store uh for us and it's just um again as I guess, as I always said, it now is just such an exciting time uh, to be a fan of the Dark Crystal. And I think really to, I mean, I'm just going to quote from the Dark Crystal creation myths. Um, At first there was silence and then the song began. And this teaser trailer is pretty much the the song and that's what's going to, what's really um, jump-starting a lot of, you know, people getting in on board with the Dark Crystal um, whether they're new to to it, to the world of it, or if they're people um, or fans that um, just just jumping back into the world of Thra um, and revisiting the film again, and, and then checking out the show, and um, we just uh, got so much to look forward to. Um, of course, there's going to be episodes of the podcast where we're just going to be talking about <laughs> every episode of the show. Um, and but we'll definitely be having a lot more interviews as well. Um, we'll have a lot of people who've uh, worked on on the show, and um, that that will definitely happen. And so, you know, even knowing just so the stories about how how the show was made um, is going to be pretty incredible. So there's going to be a lot of fantastic content um, that's going to come out through trial by stone and i mean trial by stone is the only dark crystal podcast that's out there so yeah and again you know thank you thanks to everyone uh to jamie ethan and eric for being part of the show of course my pleasure yes thank you 
so much. Being a Dark Crystal fan used to be very lonely before the internet came along. <laughs> when these groups come along, you just find find a find a brotherhood to talk to every day about these things. So it's it's totally. really refreshing. Thank you so much. Totally. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was. <laughs> I thought I was. <laughs> you already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! So that's all the time I have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We're also on Twitter at darkcrystalpod and on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast. If you like the podcast and you think that others would love it too, then please spread the word about it. And if you can write a review on Apple Podcasts or even on Facebook, uh, greatly appreciate it. And if you're actually watching this on video on YouTube, uh, don't forget to hit like and hit the subscribe button and then also hit that bell notification button to be notified of our future videos from Trial by Stone. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. <laughs>